Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you and lead you. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day. This is a great day, Lord, because you have great plans for your people. May we be attentive to your word. May we listen to what you have for us. May we spend time alone with you in prayer. Oh, God, open our minds, open our hearts to what you have for us. Thank you for those still, quiet moments that you give us. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I just had some wonderful, quiet moments with the Lord up in my, I call it my prayer loft at the house, and God was just, I don't know, he was just He was just there. And there. sometimes you're just saying, Lord, I just like to, I just like to hear from you. Lord, I like to, I just like to have some kind of incredible communication that you would reach down and and your voice would come into my heart. And you know what? Sometimes he just stirs our heart by his spirit. Sometimes we just know what we're doing is right or we're going the right direction. That was one of those more moments for me this morning. I enjoyed the presence of God. I turned on the TV for a few minutes and listened to T.D. Jakes on the radio and listened to his passion. He's a great uh, speaker, and he's written many books, but he loves God so dearly. But you know, in our lives, we, we love God. We want to serve him with everything we have, but yet sometimes things just don't always go like we plan. Sometimes we run into struggles, and sometimes we make some, as my dad would say, some bonehead decisions. My dad would just chuckle and say, that was a bonehead thing to do. Then he would say, you chucklehead, and he'd just, he would just hee-haw. You had to know my dad because he would just hee-haw because he enjoyed life. He enjoyed life to the fullest. But I think of the Bible. I think of, uh, I just think of David, King David. And uh, he wasn't always a king, remember? He was anointed, and he took over the kingship. But he was a young man, and all his brothers were workers. And when they came, Samuel came to anoint David, it was just like, I think it was a surprise because why not all these good-looking, handsome, older guys who are leaders? But no, it was David. And we know what David's plight was. David went to take food to his brothers on the line, and they were fighting the Philistines, and, and Saul was there, and Saul was a large man too, and, and, and David was not. I don't mean two also, because David didn't appear to be a large man according to what I've read, because when they put the armor on him, it, <laughs> it was way, way too big, but he was a young man uh, just serving, just serving his brothers and, and, and loving his God, and and so David went there, and while he was there, the uh, the big Philistine came out, and we know you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Goliath. Goliath came out and wanted to fight any man. He said, "If you send any man, and if you win, then we will be your slaves. But if I win, you'll be our slaves." And these guys were trembling in their boots because. He was, he was like close to nine feet tall, around nine feet tall, probably weighed 500 pounds. I mean, he threw a spear that had a 25-pound spearhead. That's the spearheads they found of those giant people. I guess there was a lot of a giant Philistines. 
And so he said, you know, he was, he was taunting them. And David heard it. And nobody stepped up. Nobody was about to go out there. They didn't want to get killed. They were afraid of Goliath. And so what happens? So he goes out there, and David says, I'll fight him. And Saul, they kind of didn't want that. And they said, well, at least put on our armor. You know, and, <laughs> and David says, oh, this doesn't work. I'm just going to go out there. You know, and so, you know, when Goliath, this is in the uh, 017th chapter of Samuel, Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me that's able to fight me and kill me, then we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man. Let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. It says they were terrified. Here, these guys, these were the, the fighters. These are the top-of-the-line guys. But they were terrified of this enormous man. But now David, it says, was the son of Ephrathite named Jesse, who was born from Bethlehem and Judea, from uh, Bethlehem and Judah. Jesse had eight sons, and in Saul's time, he was very old. Jesse's three oldest sons had followed Saul to the war. The firstborn was Eliab, and the second, Abinab, and the third, Shammah. David was younger. The three oldest followed Saul, but David went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's sheep in Bethlehem. But for 40 days, the Philistines came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. Forty days, he went out there and said, come and fight me, come and fight me. Now Jesse said to his son David, hey, take, take this ephoth of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to the camp. Take along these ten cheese, cheeses to the commander of their unit. See how your brothers are and bring back some assurance from them. They are, they are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. So that morning David went out there and he heard the cry. David left the things with the keeper of supplies and ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, he just had a normal conversation. Guys, how you doing? I miss you. What's going on, you know? He stepped up, and he he heard it. He heard this man. And he said, you know, come and fight me. But nobody would. David asked the man standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes his a disgrace from Israel, who was the uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of the living God. They appeared to him what they had been saying to him. That is, what will be done with the man who kills him? When Eliab, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the man, he burned with anger of him and asked, why have you come down here? You know how you'd be. You'd be embarrassed. Your little brother's down there making a scene and wanting to know what's going on, being nosy and this and that. I'm sure he had those kind of feelings. But David, you know, as he overheard Goliath, he said, uh, said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go fight him. David says, I will go fight him. Me, little David, young little David, I will go fight him. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against a Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep when a lion or bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, 
because he has defiled the armies of the living God. Why now? Why was Goliath going to be taken care of? Because he had defied the living God. You never want to defy the living God, folks. You never want to turn your back on God. Well, finally, after some uh, talk, David, Saul said, go ahead. May the Lord be with you. And I think Paul thought it was a suicide mission. And then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put on a coat of armor on him and bronze helmet on his head. David fastened a sword over the tunic, tried to walk around, but it was just too much weight on him. He, he couldn't even walk around. He said, I can't go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So his hand chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in his pouch of his sheep, of his shepherd's bag, and with a sling in his hands, he approached the Philistines. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bear in front of him kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog? Do you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Oh, man, that's not good stuff. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David, listen to this, folks. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcass of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Here is a testimony from all these people. He knew that his God would deliver him. He knew that God would shine forth. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. And folks, that's the truth. The battle is the Lord's. What are you going through right now in your life? Whatever it is, the battle is the Lord's. Get it in his hands. This morning as I prayed my prayer time, I said, Lord, take care of all the needs. Take care of these situations. And I started praying for people that would come to mind. Lord, be with them. Lead them. Open up doors. And Lord, uh, talked about helping me be kind to others and that we could we could pray for those that have hurt us, pray for those that, that struggle in life. But and he said, the battle is yours. As the Philistine moved closer to attack, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. He ran towards him. Reaching into his bag, he took a stone and he slung it, one stone, folks, and he stung it. And it struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone the stone sank deep into the forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and stone without a sword in his hand. He struck the Philistine, and he killed him. David ran and stood over him. He took a hold of the Philistine's sword, drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword like he said he would. When the Philistine saw this, the hero is dead. They turned and ran. People of God, when you have faith in God, to God to do great things, and to know that God can do all things, like David, God will use you. God used David. Now, David's life wasn't perfect. David's life wasn't just forever tremendous, but it was good. And the Bible says David was a man after the heart of God. Tomorrow, we're going to find out a little more about David and move a little deeper than Goliath. But folks, you believe, you have faith, God will slay the Goliaths in your life. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.